Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode of Crypto Chats. Uh, today I've got a really interesting one for you. We're going to talk about the Goro. Um, it is a large lizard-like creature that hails from the caves of Arkansas, so it should be, should be a pretty good episode. Uh, let's get into it. So in 1897, a story was published in the Arkansas Gazette, uh, which is a newspaper, detailing a, an encounter with this creature called the Goro. Um, Albert Smithy uh, claimed that a traveling businessman named William Miller, who was making his way through the Ozarks, uh, told him of a creature that lives in the caves called the Goro. Uh, The Goro got its name from the hissing and groaning sounds that it makes. Uh, The creature had been deemed responsible for livestock and wildlife mutilations in the area, um, as it always goes. So Smithy and a group of his friends set out to attempt to find the creature. Um, they tracked it back to what they believed to be its lair, which was basically just a cave in the woods. Um, and inside that cave, they found a ton of animal bones, a lot of, uh, what was described as animal, full animal skeletons, which is crazy. I don't know how you would do that. Um, and then supposedly human remains, um, which there's nothing really to support that claim, but that's fine. Um, so they planned to ambush the creature, uh, basically decided they were going to camp out in this cave, uh, and wait for the creature to get back so that they could potentially do something about, um, you know, all of these mutilations kind of put an end to it once and for all. Um, so shortly after making that decision and setting up their little camp inside of this cave, uh, they heard the Goro emerge from a nearby lake and they claimed that with every step it took, the beast shook the earth. Um, so that's got to be a heavy creature. Uh, the group managed to overtake the creature after several volleys, which is interesting to me because a creature big enough to shake the earth when it walks doesn't seem like a couple little, uh, hey, how you doings would really take it down. But, you know, uh, that's neither here nor there, I suppose. Um, so they managed to take over or take down uh, the creature, but not before the Goro tore up several trees and even ripped off a leg of one of the group members. Um, the remains revealed a 20 foot long lizard like creature with two tusks, tusks, large webbed feet ending in claws, short horns lining its back, and a long thin tail, uh, which to me screams hodag i don't know about you guys not sure what your first thought was when you read or heard that um but to me it's very very similar to uh the depiction of the hodag um basically it was ultimately dismissed as a fake um but just about everyone who was involved with this story you know said if if it's a fake it's a really really good fake um So story continues a little bit. Uh, We have a folklore collector named Vance Randolph who uh, supposedly gave up a bunch of additional details about the Goro um, after this story had aired. Uh, He believed that the creature had been reported as early as the 1880s, which was about 20 years-ish, give or take, before this story ran. Um, And he uh, suggested that it would be more of a... um, group of these creatures rather than just an individual um and that's you know we see that a lot in a lot of these weirdo creatures and it's more likely that it's a species than it is just one um so this man basically randolph um had some sources that 
you know, I don't know if he made up this information or, or what, but his theories was basically that um, the young hatched from soft-shelled eggs as large as beer kegs, um, and that the mother goro would carry new hatched infants in a pouch. Um, now, there were a lot of other stories that popped up after this news article of people, you know, supposedly running into this creature uh, while spelunking um, or just taking a trip through the woods. Um, and there was a whole slap of sightings in the early 1900s of this weird lizardy creature, which would definitely suggest that it would have been um, a species rather than a single. Uh, but to me, I will tell you guys that I think that this creature is just another piece of uh, lumberjack folklore. Uh, that's to me what it seems like. Um, despite the fact that there have been, you know, so many supposed sightings of it. To me, this just doesn't feel like um, something that really is, is vibing around out there. Um, and it's, it's very similar to the newspaper article that was written in the, I think it's like the 1830s. I don't know if I could tell you the exact year about the Jersey devil, um, that was published in an attempt to, um, basically be a smear campaign at another newspaper editor. Um, it has very similar vibes like that to me. Um, I, I don't really know. I don't think this one would be necessarily a smear campaign. I think it's more just like a, hey, we've got this weird, creepy thing. Everyone come see it. Um, but some of the other possible explanations that people have given in, you know, doing some research about this crazy creature is that it's just a classic example of, you know, folk humor from this area. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, but another one is that it could just be a alligator, which... Um, I don't know about you guys. I have seen an alligator before, so I don't really know that this is an, a mistaken identity alligator kind of moment, but so yeah, that's what I have for you guys today. Um, this has definitely been one of my shorter episodes. I hope you can forgive me. I've had a lot of technical issues, uh, this weekend trying to get this episode together. Um, so I hope that my dramatic retelling of the, the Goro encounter by Mr. Smithy, uh, makes up for it. And, uh, yeah. So I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Bye.